Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And we have a loaded show today. We have a special interview coming up with EC3 done by our international jerk correspondent, Mr. Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes. EC3 talks about the most trouble he's been in growing up as a carter and wrestling with Rockstar's Bud. But that will come later. What comes now is immediate greatness. We have from Wooden Steel Comedy... His monthly show at I.L. West, the hopefully Chris Pratt show, and the co-creator and star of On Your Mark, YouTube.com slash On Your Mark show, Mr. Mark E. Extreme himself, Shane Hartline is back with us. Hey, I'm glad to be here. It's been too long. I'm How glad- long has it been since the last time I was here? Uh, in your automobile? Um, <laughs> do we want to talk about that? Oh, oh we sure can. The, reveal the, reveal, Let's reveal pull the, the pull curtains. Let's pull back the curtain below. Reveal yeah. the curtains and pull them curtain back. Curtain call? Yeah. Um, oh well. Phil Ranta, our producer, has uh, a beautiful home. He had well, he has the keys to the Comedy Podcast Network headquarters. Yep. Since all of our staff, Jack Swagger, um, got Hulk Hogan, like every no one who works for us anymore, we're on our own. So Phil gave us the keys. He gave us the wrong set of keys. So we couldn't get into the uh, Comedy Podcast penthouse. Yeah, and he's living there, and I'd like to live there, but he charges too much damn rent, so we just rent the studio, and we got the wrong keys. We couldn't get in. We tried to jimmy the door. Didn't work. It was, uh, we almost had it. It was very promising. But now we're in a car. Yeah, now we're in your car. Uh, it, you know, it's the most fine. spacious, I'm nice comfortable. Car. I'm I'm comfortable. You have your seat set. <laughs> exactly right. how it always is. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't have to do any adjusting to my seat. Uh, yeah, let's do this. It's. It, I think it's been, the last time I was here, I want to say, was last, it's been over a year. Has it? I think it has. I forget. You guys had a one-on-one episode. That's right. Did we? I say, well, that's one on one. I mean, like uh, a match for the ages. Yeah, well, it was a one on one ladder match episode. I know how the much Mike was at the top of the ring. Both had to run up to it and say <laughs> your jokes. I gotta get up here and say my bits. Whenever I see you, Shane, you always talk about Sting right away. Oh God, are and we? Can can we? You have a fascination and absolute love for Sting. I love him and a, a real critique. And a care for okay. his persona oh, the, the and first thing, The first thing Shane said when he was like, I don't, I didn't even announce him for SummerSlam yet. I don't even know what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the damn truth. Uh, they get me excited to, a month ago with the rumors that Sting's going to show up at SummerSlam, do something, possibly be in the uh, the Bray Wyatt, the Wyatt Family Shield. A pseudo-Shield member. Yeah. I don't put a vest on him, but I'm fine with it. I'm liking that. And it, they turned the show to four hours, so I'm like, yes, definitely makes sense that Sting is going to be here. Yeah. We've got no signs of Sting yet. And yes, I'm a, I'm a little bit obsessed with Sting. To the point where, yeah, it, here's the best way I can explain it. Okay. So when I was growing up, Sting was my favorite wrestler. He's always has been, still is. And I know that this is the, the last bit I'm getting of Sting. So I want it to be like special and I want it to be perfect his appearance is everything. <laughs> he got back into good shape. Didn't wear a shirt at WrestleMania, which was awesome. Right. Shocked the world. Couldn't the... Can I cuss? Yeah. Couldn't the motherfucker afford some Bosley and get that hair fixed before you uh, debut in the WWE? You're talking like, about the great product of Tom Bosley? Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's worked for a lot Bosco. of guys. I thought you meant Bosco, so it was just chocolate syrup <laughs> on the top of his head. So Dude, it like- anything to cover up some of that stuff, but just his appearance to me is so important. So, But anyways, back, I'm getting distracted. I get really I love it. excited when I, I start busting. But all I hear now is he might run in on the 
Taker Lesnar match, maybe, but so everyone seeks revenge way later. <laughs> yes, it's not man. just way later; it's also when you want to see something else. I love also <laughs> sidetracking again. I love also in this build for Brock Lesnar and Taker. They don't even really mention that Taker was at the last WrestleMania. It's like I was mad about all this, but I'm not mad at it yet. I'm not mad yet. I'm fine now. I'm fine right now, but wait till SummerSlam. I beat up the Bray, and now it's okay. <laughs> I beat up the Bray, but nobody talks about that. Yeah, um, I just hope Sting's there. What else are they gonna? Me and Phil were talking. What are? Uh, I mean, not Phil. Uh, me and Scott were talking that. What are they gonna fill four hours with? It's there's so much show. That is so much show. That's WrestleMania. That means. Are they turning it into like a, another WrestleMania? It's the WrestleMania of the summer. Yeah, I get. Yeah, but, <laughs> but what, granted, WrestleMania felt like WrestleMania this summer because it was so fucking hot. Yeah, yeah. And this will be indoors. If and you, you don't have the cool light change, like this is now East Coast, where you want to see the sun go down. You think the they'll try to turn cool. it into a stadium show? Oh, just, just a SummerSlam. Got the roof off the Barclays Center? No, I mean eventually, like in oh. a couple of years. I still think they should be in England. They for SummerSlam? Yeah, or for a show at for some point For a big in the show, year. definitely. Yeah. I think and WrestleMania will eventually be there, if not next year. But you mean an like an annual show is always Oh, overseas. yeah, I like that. And, or, and just something outdoors. Like, if you have that crowd that are so used to football games. Mm-hmm. And oh, man, can you imagine? Yeah. It would be so cool. That's what that one SummerSlam was, 91, 92. Did you hear one Wembley? of the, there's going to be a possible um, network special of Bash at the Beach? No. Yeah. Oh, grab your boards, bros. It's time for some bashing. <laughs> oh, that's it. where Sting's coming back. That's where he's going to be. A triple threat. I'm s- yeah. Sting versus a shark versus Brock Lesnar. If he's not in that shield Wyatt patch, what else would they do with him? I don't I don't know what they're doing with him. Hasn't someone noticed there's a gigantic paycheck just like pouring <laughs> That's my Sting's thing pocket? is like he has he could easily do this. And possibly Survivor Series, WrestleMania be finished. But why wouldn't they use him? Like, he's st- he's a huge spectacle. I just, I really think there's some, like, Vince does not like that, like, I don't know. He doesn't almost want to use him, maybe. Why isn't he on the kickoff panel? Oh, well, because on. it's going to look weird when he's wearing face paint and a weird suit. <laughs> oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Next to Corey Graves, Booker T, and Renee Young. No, he'll wear his suit and his dumb glasses that he wears. <laughs> Why do you hate And that glasses? stupid goatee. I wouldn't even call that a goatee. That's four hairs that he's grown out and somehow made to look like a like a God witch's tooth. Dang it. Get rid of that. Just get rid of that. I like that you're you're like his dad. You're like Sting's dad that looks out for him and like, well, you're going outside like that? That's embarrassing. Because he used to look so cool. And he still could. Just with a couple changes. See, what I appreciate is that you are a father that really cares about, like, Sting is not even your son, yet you care about him. You care about him so much, you want him... I want him to have a perfect ending to his book. Well, maybe that's like, you gotta bookend it and he's gotta bleach his hair. What? Oh God in heaven! <laughs> what surfer sting return? Like, <laughs> like a book? Yeah, bookend it with a surfer sting. Oh God! <laughs> well, that's what I mean. Like you, you care about him. We've had, uh, you know, we've, we've had, had long conversations about this in the had, desert. We've had Miz's dad on the show before, and he does not care about Miz. Really? Yeah, he doesn't care. He cares. He seemingly cares about everything else 
but his That's son. That's sad, man. It's really sad. Yeah, I mean, Sting is not my son, but I do care Did about Did somebody him. say grilled cheese sandwiches Was with he? lobster on the side with sour cream dipping sauce That's... with a crushed Dorito crust for your <laughs> grilled cheese desires? The creepiest thing about this whole thing is he creeped up really slowly behind my seat while he said this. He's been in my car this whole time. Yeah, I didn't even notice him. Uh, uh, did somebody say grilled cheese sandwiches <laughs> with lobster and sour cream dipping sauce with a Dorito crusted crunchy <laughs> crust? We did not. No, I didn't not mention Not one it. of us. Uh, Shane, Mrs. Dad, Mrs. Dad, Nice Shane. to meet you. Nice, nice to meet you. Your hands are very dry. Yeah, I uh, got I was got a blister yesterday. <laughs> oh well, sorry. You're probably gonna want to dry those off now. Okay. Thank uh, look, uh, we were just talking about Shane cares so much about Sting like a father, and in the past. Oh my God, Sting, <laughs> Stinger, uh, Steve Borden, I love him. You you are you like you're Sting? like Sting too. Look, I don't call him my son because he's my son. I call him my son because he shines. No, he's not your... The Miz is your son. Who? What? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Miz. No, you are Steve the Miz's Moore, father. I love Sting. Sting is the best. What do you... Okay, let's talk, about, let's talk about Sting. What do you like about Sting? Uh, well, the Stinger Splash. Okay. I like that he's got those little tactical vests on his thighs. Very good for teaming with the shield. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Wait, what do you think of the skull-crushing like finale? big jackets. I like his uh, marching band jacket. Wait, your son I had like, a big jacket. Who? You're, you're the Miz's father. The Miz. You mean Mike? Yeah, yeah, Mike. I the Miz. Yeah, he's the Miz. Mizanin. Yes, your son Mike Mizanin. Oh well, yeah, I guess Mike's all right. I mean, but Sting, <laughs> Sting's the icon. He was in WC. I'd rather talk about Sting more anyway. So yeah, but it's, it's a shame. Like he should. You know, when Sting got attacked in WCW. He would beat everybody up and knock them out of the ring. That's right. When people attack people in WWE, they get their butts handed. And nobody comes out to save him. Sting was always there to save everybody in WCW. Nobody comes out to rescue people anymore. No, Sting rescued people. He's a vigilante. Well, that's the iconic moment that we first saw you on WWE television, that Randy Orton was beating up your son and no one was helping him. Not even you. You did nothing. And from the darkness comes one man, one man who believes in justice, and that man is... Sting. Hell yeah. Would you want to see Sting tag team with your son? Oh my god. Who? <laughs> your son. The Miz. Oh, for a second there I thought of Sting versus Randy Orton. And I get kind of bored with Randy Orton sometimes. But imagine how cool that would be with Sting versus Randy Orton. It's uh, like a cage match. Or a match with a scorpion. Or That'd a match cool. with like a big chair that they both have to sit in. One big they chair. they make each other lunches. Speaking of which, did somebody say grilled cheese sandwiches? No. Actually, yes. You have three times now. <laughs> Every time it's been here. Oh, uh, the wish comes true. Say it three times in front of a bathroom mirror. <laughs> like Candyman? Like grilled cheese man. <laughs> Stay on topic, guys. <laughs> Wait, what? Stay. Hold on. You, are you even excited? Your son is potentially in a match, finally, for the Intercontinental Championship against Ryback and Big Show. That's oh, huge. Oh, man. Ryback. God, he loves food. It is so funny how much he loves. And Big Show, he's God. He's got that left hook that just—it's like a ham hock to the face if it's in the freezer all summer long. You know what I mean? But what about your son? Uh, you mean Mike? Yes, I mean Mike. You yeah, I guess. I mean, he's—he <laughs> might be there at SummerSlam. Sometimes they throw him a bone. Guys, 
I don't know why you keep asking about Mike. Sting is the person that everybody's scared of. I agree. I agree. That's what I'm talking about. I like him. Put him here. Put him here, Shane. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> man, sorry. I feel like I left some of my ham sauce on you. Yeah, that's okay. I'm kind of hungry. I'm glad that you guys get along so well. Ms. Mrs. Dad usually upsets uh, our guests. No, I, I kind of like him. I mean, I'm always friends with Sting fans. We just like kind of have that connection. We kind of give each other that look and then a bat point. A bat point? We always yeah, an invisible, bat invisible bat point. Yeah, you let them know you're next on the list for friendship. This is this is really sweet. This is really endearing. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that you guys could meet like this and it and it went so well. Yeah. Are, would you want Shane to be your son? Oh, Shane Arline? Yeah, internet famous, 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 commercial famous. Good with tools. Good attitude. <laughs> so you ever seen him? At a, have you ever been to a pay per view with Shane? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, well, what's great about being at a pay per view with me? <laughs> Good food, good company, good conversation when you're sitting there, when you're waiting in line. Sometimes if you can, if you carpool there, just like all around, just a really pleasant time. I would say Thanks, man. if he was my son, I would be proud of the work that I did to make a person like that. Wow. Or, or you could really this be proud. nicer than my actual father. Well, I, hey, maybe you guys should switch dads, huh? I'm down. No, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> You know what, I kind of, you want to, do you want to be my, do you want to be my dad? Hey, look, if you've got somebody special or important in your life, that's great. If you have room for one more special, important person in your life, then I would love to fill that inside you. I got, I got tons of room. All right. Well, I'll see you with the softball court for some catch. Can we give one last bat point to each other? You're on the list. <laughs> he left, he left a business card, but it's a grilled cheese sandwich. Oh, man, it says your friend. I love it. That's great. Oh, it's in ketchup. (laughs) It's, yeah, yeah. I like it. I'm going to keep it right here in my wallet. Oh, that's, you got the wallet phone. I do have the wallet right there. You know, I've had the wallet, the wallet iPhone case for probably four or five years now. I can't, I can't get anything else. I've tried to like do the separation and go back to an actual wallet. Can't Mm -hmm. do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. So you sit on your wallet? No, I phone? put I put my phone in my front pocket. Yeah. Wow, a lot of people do that. Yeah. Hey, it's the wave of the future. Speaking of the future, we've got the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. We've got an interview by our international jerk correspondent Tom Ancy from Wrestling Memes. Go to facebook.com slash wrestling memes. Give him a like there. Follow him on Twitter at wrestling underscore memes. He's talking with EC3. Um, it's great stuff. Please enjoy that now all the way over in the UK. Take it away, Tom. All right, are we ready to go? Well, if you're recording that, yes, Thomas, if, you're, if you've already started recording, then I will uh, make sure to refrain from any sort of insane rants I was going to go on that would probably get me, uh, you know, in trouble with anybody. So, uh, what's up, buddy? How you doing? <laughs> it's good. How's it going, EC3? It's good, man. Uh, yeah, I was uh, reading up on you, and I heard you had a, you know, a few clowns on your uh, podcast earlier. I think it was uh, Grado, maybe. Maybe there's a rock star spot involved in the. Uh, Oh, we were mistaken. A double J, Jeff Jarrett, too. Yeah, we we had uh, Rockstar Spud in the car last week. Um, Jeff Jarrett was on a few months ago. Grado Grado was responding to Jeff Jarrett, saying that he could beat him in an MMA fight. It was it was um it's been interesting. <laughs> it was it was. Yeah, well, out of all the MMA fights that I'd pay to see, I think Grado versus Jeff Jarrett would be at the top of my list. He 
see, this is what I was saying. I was saying to Jeff, I wanted to see Double J MMA back because it is my favourite thing yeah. ever. And and he was saying, all right, give me an opponent. And I randomly said Grado because I'd seen him about two days earlier. And it's kind of gone into a, a point where now I'm, I just really want to see Grado versus Jeff Jarrett in an MMA fight. I mean, I, I feel like I'm not asking for the world here. I'm just, you know, wouldn't you agree? No, I, th- I think it's very, very reasonable request. And, uh, you know, I, I fully support your campaign. All right, well, if we've got EC3 on board, I feel like this is going to happen any day now because you are the TNA World Heavyweight Champion. I mean, that, that's that's pretty impressive, I think. Yeah, you know, it's, you know, it's another notch on the uh, proverbial bedpost, if you know what I'm saying. Wink, wink, <laughs> well, um, what I actually wanted to start with was, I think I actually, we had a conference call about two years ago, and I think I said this to you at the time, but I wanted to go into more depth, uh, was that your theme tune, is, I think, the best theme tune of all time. And I was talking to my friend yesterday about, well, I've got EC3 tomorrow. What, what shall I say to him? What shall I say to him? And uh, this is the, the question we came up with. So feel free to interpret it as you like. Uh, what is the most trouble, trouble, trouble you have ever been in? <laughs> it's a terrible pun, Very I know. good inquiry, and I'm totally going to beat around the bush so I think you can answer, but... It is a great song, and I think, you know, in a, in a couple of weeks, you'll see on Challenge TV, they kind of up the drums a little bit, it's a little more faster pace, you know, to represent the uh, championship uh, win I've had. But, uh, yeah, it's, I don't know if it's the best. i put it in top five, maybe. What would you put above it? What would you put above it? Well, I mean, Stone Golds. No, uh, we're, we're talking just TNA here. We're just talking just TNA. Oh, just TNA? Then, yeah, number one, for sure. Yeah, see? See? Don't put yourself down. Okay, we're well, champion. Okay, number two. Number number two under uh, Dixie Carter's uh, Country Cam. That was, that was pretty good. Well, that's not bad. It's a toss-up. It, it doesn't say trouble 200 but times. Most, uh, no. <laughs> but the most trouble, trouble, trouble I've been in, uh, I'm, I'm not like legally allowed to talk about it, so consider this a completely hypothetical situation. Okay. But it involved uh, the Carter Ranch. It involved a uh, replacement tailor poking me with a uh, needle when he was trying to... Uh, fit me for a new suit, which therefore resulted in a hypothetical chase through the woods and uh, what I like to call a hypothetical, quote, human hunt, end quote, and hypothetically, uh, we had to go out to sea to dispose of any evidence. So uh, that's probably the most trouble, trouble, trouble I could have been in, but that never happened because it's all hypothetical. Speaking hypothetically, I think that would actually make a really good movie. At least a good, you know hour of television through a series of mishaps, but I don't know if I can fill two hours of that story. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Well, we'll pad it out. We'll pad it out, obviously, obviously. But, you know, like, what what, what, what would happen in this movie? Like, you're in the woods and you've been chased through, and it, I feel like there's so, there's some sort of horror movie here we can definitely work on. Well, you know, everyone's making a big deal out of, uh, you know, the uh, unfortunate incident in Africa with Cecil and Lion, which you know, it was horrible and completely unnecessary and no one's down for that. But, uh, you know, a lot less people would be upset about, you know, some miscellaneous tailor in Texas being chased through the woods and possibly hunted. You know, like, where could we go for an hour? I don't know, but I think after an hour we can, you know, get to the end result and then, you know, the next 30, 45 minutes are probably the family grieving uncontrollably and 
this is a pretty sadistic conversation we're having. And this is going to be what this is. I probably shouldn't talk. This is going to be what this is going to be a good movie. It's going to be a good movie. We'll, we'll we'll talk about it one day once it's been produced. We'll we'll go back to that one. Um, I actually want to move on to a specific artist now. I know this is a bit of a random veer off, but he actually drew me the other day, and it was genuinely the happiest tweet I've ever got, where I was just delighted that he drawn me. And I, I know he's drawn you a lot, and I know you're a fan, and that's Ilias. Is he the greatest artist of our generation? I, I mean, you, you put him up there. Uh, I haven't been to the Sistine Chapel, so I haven't seen Michelangelo's, you know, mural. Like, you know, I've never seen the Statue of David. But I'd have to put Ilias up there at least, you know, maybe right above Picasso and right below Dali. You know, somewhere in that kind of thing. So, yeah, he's really good. Very talented. Um, when I did a stupid podcast with Robbie E. once, we actually had him as a guest. And it was just insane. You had him you as know? a guest? So, yeah. Oh, my God, that's amazing. Yeah, was... <laughs> and I've listened to your podcast. Yeah. How have I missed this? I don't know. No, you listen to it? No, it yeah, uh, it's re- I love it. It's yeah, great. Uh, he, was, he was a guest. If he, he was on the episode of Sam, Samuel Shaw. So if you want to go through the archives, he pops in. Definitely going to have to now. Complete horse crap. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that, that's Ilias there. So in between, winning okay. world, in between winning world championships and, you know, being a, a main fisher on a, a global television program, I like to have insane rants about uh, hypothetical hunting situations and talk to Ilias via Skype. So that's, that's my life. See, now I'm going to have to get Ilias interviewed because he's just the best thing ever. Um, and, but while, you, while we were talking about the, the Carter Ranch, I've actually got one... Um, question here that was you know being being a carter being you know ec3 um what was it like as a child growing up around the carter family because obviously you've got that 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 long history from birth being a carter so how was it mm-hmm. growing up with the carters well you know like how they talk about how he grew up with a silver spoon in his mouth yeah you know like guess what it's actually really hard to like keep a silver spoon in your mouth, you know, majority of your youth, and it gets tiring, your jaw gets sore, uh, the taste of the spoon, you know, eventually wears on you, so it's not, you know, it's not all fun and games and prestige and high-class living, you know, there's a lot of work that comes into being, uh, you know, an entitled youth. Uh, kids, kids complain about, you know, the rich kid, but do you know how hard it is to, like, get your hair cut every week, you know, perfected, and how hard it is to, like, in a tiny little suit to go to private school, you know? It's not easy. Do you know how hard it is to have your meals prepared by someone whose name you can't pronounce? It's not It's not easy. It's not fun and games. You know, there's a lot of work that comes with it, and I don't think people understand that. And, of course, there's also, you know, the stresses of learning to eat with eight different types of fork. And, you know, I mean, I, I do. Oh, I, I understand. I understand. What is the deal with the tiny little wooden spoon? I still haven't really figured it out. I mean, I know how to use it, but I don't get it. those are the um, struggling lives of the Carter family Um, I hope you can power through and through controversy and come out on the other end Um, why don't we move on to um, I I want to talk uh, last uh, last time I was on the podcast we had uh, Rockstar Spud in the car and I said to him that uh, the match between uh, yourself and Rockstar Spud was my favourite match of the year uh, it was, you know, really well built up. It meant something. Uh, you obviously came out on top, which is nice. Um, why do you think that match was 
so well put together. What do you think? It's the good chemistry between the two of you, or what is it you think was the reason that went so well? I think uh, all the stars aligned for the program. Um, little known fact: I wrestled that match with one arm due to an injury, but uh, it was a match that I refused to miss, regardless of what detriment it may cause me in the future. Just because to do it in London would make it extra special, you know. Uh, what made it so good is, uh, you know, a lot of times people rave about matches of the year because they have a bunch of moves and a bunch of near falls and a bunch of a bunch of stuff, which is cool and great. But uh, what made that one special is there wasn't that much. It was more based upon the emotion of the moments. And, uh, you know, I think emotion is a key thing that's missing in wrestling a lot of the times. Like, anyone can kind of do the moves. It's about making the people feel something and Fortunately enough, people, you know, resonated with the story because I thought he told a really good story uh, through it. And uh, I'm very proud of how it turned out. And uh, I'm very proud to have uh, bloodied, beaten, and battered and shaved a man's head in front of his mother. It's not often to do that. You know, it comes around once every couple of months, I guess. And I've I've met Rockstar Spud's mother. I've met Rockstar Spud's mother. And she she is such a nice lady. Yeah. And you, you just I don't know how half killed her son. Crappy son. <laughs> he's all right. Come on, be nice. Eh. Eh. I feel like that's the, the reconciliation. Give it a year, and we'll see C three and Spud on the same page again. Just, just give it time. We'll give it time because you know you two were you two were very good together. But if we if we were on the same page again, then there might not be an opportunity for a rematch next year. So uh, that's a good point. That's a good Either point. way, if we're against each other or if we're with each other, uh, we're going to try our best to make some dynamite entertaining uh, television for you, the viewing fans. As, as long as you're in the vicinity, I think it'll work well. Um, and uh, an, another person that you've uh, you, you've mentioned already, um, you do the podcast with him. Uh, you uh, exchange some interesting banter, I'd say. Uh, that's Robbie E. Just give me give me a minute on Robbie E. Well, I, first off, oh, yeah, you want a minute on Robbie E, that shouldn't be a problem because I, you know, could go all day on it. Uh, <laughs> we don't do the podcast anymore because he refused to uh, do the things that were necessary to make his voice not sound like he was underwater for because he's a uh, lazy scumbag. Solid. So that's why I kind of had to, like, this kind of ruin my brand of, like, perfection and good stuff. He kind of, like, you know, would do the podcast on speakerphone, laying naked in his bed, which he said multiple times, and maybe not only sick to my stomach, but upset because I could barely hear what he was saying. Uh, first off, the, the new Robbie, you know, he's coming out, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's a fighting man now, and uh, it's cool to see a change in his direction. But uh, the fact of the matter is, we know each other too well. I think we may have some sort of, like, secondary relation because we're kind of, like, we're very similar, but very different at the same time. I'd almost say he's my bizarro Jerry. If you are a Seinfeld fan, I don't know if the UK gets the greatest show ever, but, you know, the bizarro world, we're, like, very similar, but extremely different at the same time, you know. I'm clean, you know, take care of my friends and family, a nice guy, and I work real hard. He's scum, he's a dirtball. He uh, tricks me into stealing things from gas stations, and, uh, you know, overall, piece of crap, so... Yeah, we're very similar, but very different. Okay. Uh, I, I just start feeling really sorry for you. You're such a victim. I feel so bad for you. Are you going to be all right? I know. Well, I'll live. Oh, well, thank thank God. And as, well, 
let's let's move on to um, well, you're the world champion. Um, so let, let's move on to a couple of guys from the UK. Uh, we've already mentioned one, uh, which is Grado. Uh, the other one is Mark Andrews. Both guys who are relatively new to the company. Uh, they've come from the UK shores. How do you see them doing in TNA at the moment, or where do you think they can go? We'll start with Grado. Um... <laughs> who is my favorite wrestler in the world? Grado is Grado. Yeah, Grado is Grado, and he has something you can't teach. He has some intangible factor. Uh, he's incredible at being Grado. Like, he's the best Grado I've ever seen, and uh, he's very unique. He's very different, and I think uh, there's a, a damn great future for a guy like that because he's consistently and constantly entertaining. And, you know, what you see on TV, yeah, it's entertaining. Yeah, you either love it or you hate it, but uh, having had conversations with him, <laughs> I mean, he is that guy, and he is a – like, I leave the conversation, like, nodding my head in approval for some of the things he said. Like, I'm not laughing out loud. I'm just so amazed how hysterical <laughs> we are. And that's just him talking, like, normally. So he's unique. He's different. He's got it. And uh, we're glad to have him aboard. Um, Amandrews, he's a young kid. Uh, he can do all the cool stuff. It's about finding himself now. You know, he has the opportunity. He won the competition. He's time for him to figure out who he is, which is a tall task because he's such a young guy. I mean, he's 21. and when I was 21, I probably still lived with my parents from Carter Ranch and didn't know anything about myself. So, but like now he has the opportunity and he's got to uh, take that and run with it and figure out who he is and uh, become an asset. And you think he, he's got the potential to do that because I, I've seen him in uh, independent level here in the UK in progress wrestling and he was the absolute best thing there. So I'm really hoping that he translates that to America. He's got he's got the moves. He does he's got, have the moves. He's got the stakes. Now he's just got to figure out the sizzle, if you know what I'm saying. I do. Which is a thing we say for some reason. All right. Um, we, we're running out of time. So just a couple more quick questions. Uh, one more is, um, so it looks like Global Force Wrestling uh, coming into the TNA fold in, you know, without spoiling anything, uh, coming to the TNA fold in some manner. Um you know, how's that been, you know, welcoming, you know, welcoming Jeff Jarrett and whoever else? And uh, has it been like a transition phase or how's that been? Well, you know, having them on board. It's an interesting scenario, to say the least. I think uh, it's mutually beneficial for both to, uh, you know, do this business together. Most of the stuff I've been away from what they were doing, but I know uh, what it will translate on TV between uh, Jeff W and TNA. Uh, there's a lot of uh, twists and turns in the story, but uh, the penultimate, is that the word? Ultimate. How it climaxes is some of the coolest stuff I saw TNA do in a while, so look forward to that. Okay, and uh, what does the future hold for EC3? Uh, I, I would assume wealth, riches, and a <laughs> lustrous, illustrious, long, and healthy world title reign. Obviously, never losing the title, or will, will, you, will, you, will you lose the title eventually, or never I mean, losing it? Like, my, my goal is to retire with it and, you know, leave it in the ring with my boots, so, you know, when I'm retired in 10 to 37 years, whatever that may be. I've already got the mental uh, image in my mind. I never losing it, but, you know, anything can happen. Uh, it won't, but anything could happen. <laughs> it won't, but anything could happen. But it won't. All right, and finally, um, we've had uh, we had Rockstar Spud on last week, and uh, I got him to cut a 30-second promo 
on uh, Kern Jets co-host Scott Narva. So if you would like to just cut a promo on Scott, you've got 30 seconds. Just say whatever you want about him, really, and just cut that promo, and, and let's see where it goes. Scott Narva, you larva eating nobody jerk. You're a, you're a real you're a real jerk, man. You're such a jerk, Scott. Why aren't you on the show? Why, Scott? Are you too busy being a jerk? You jerk. <laughs> that was probably the best EC, EC3 promo I think I've ever heard. Genuinely. Absolutely. Genuinely. Well, maybe, you know, it's up there. It's up there. Um, so uh, that. If I saw his face, I, I would have a little more material. He's he's tall. He's tall. He's tall. He's tall. You, you lanky jerk. All right, well, that's solid. That's solid. EC3, uh, where can people find you online to um, say hello and and send you memes and things? Well, uh, yeah, oh, I love memes. Uh, Internet, uh, Twitter is at Ethan Carter TNA. Instagram is at the real EC3. Uh, you know, you know the drill. Impact Wrestling. We are at Challenge TV every Sunday. I and uh, yeah, you can find me on the internet. You can uh, tweet at me. I'll probably, if it's a compliment favorite, if it's uh, you know, if it's hateful, I'll probably either retweet it or block you, depending on if it's funny or not. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Uh, all right. Well, EC3, it has been a pleasure. Uh, let's hope the world title reign never ends, and let's hope that you don't get lost in the woods anymore. Much obliged, Thomas. Thomas, so that's very posh of you. Only my grandmother calls me Thomas, but I'll let you. Um, that was a great interview. Yeah. Uh, he, EC3, uh, tears me a new one at the end. Calls me a jerk a whole I lot. Like, I like it. He hasn't even met me. This seems to be a new, uh, segment with these, uh, international jerk respondent, uh, segments that Tom's sending in. You know, I don't know what happened to hashtag fuck you, Steve Sears, but <laughs> all, all these guests are now just tearing me a new one. I don't know what's going on. Spud? Rockstar Spud. Sweet little Spud. Sweet little Spud ripped you apart? He ripped me apart. What'd he say? He said some mean th- He was gonna steal my dog. Oh. Gonna steal my dog. Oh, okay. Joke's on him. Scott's dog died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, showed you, buddy. <laughs> Uh, but thank you for that, and of course, I, I think EC3 is rocking it. I'm, I'm loving him as champ. It was such a cool build the whole mm-hmm. time, okay. all the way up to Angle. Have you gotten to see any of that? I have not, but I was acting like I I have been. Hey, you I don't want have to fake it on the show. This okay. ain't compadres. Okay, okay, this thank you. Compadres thank God. Thank God. Card. No, no, no. Um, I I want to watch more Impact. They don't make it readily available. Yeah. Right? Catch me up to speed on it. What's happening? Where's Destination America? How can I find it on my cable? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's How can I that, watch? No. Uh, you know, here's what happened recently. A friend of yours, a uh, long-lost brother, Matt Hardy, fought EC3 for the title. Really? Mm-hmm. I like it. A lot of people are saying, that's not a good sign. What do you mean? Why because would people like, say that? Well, because they're like, of all the people on your roster, Matt Hardy's fighting them. Hardy's still, like, a great talent. I think so. I don't, I don't know why that's a bad sign. I think he's a good uh, first opponent to be had. He yeah. looks like he could bite through a deer. <laughs> like, he looks like he would be like... <laughs> I do remember the when... The deer dared me to. I do remember when he got his new teeth. It was, like, oh, a yeah. very quick... It was like, oh, okay. All right, yeah. got to get used to that now. I always feel bad about people that get the veneers. Yeah. Because they always talk a little weird, and it seems like something bad happened. <laughs> Like, I don't know if it's just, like, personal hygiene, and it's like, dude, 
You gotta floss. I don't remember him ever having bad teeth, though. Yeah, neither do I. Maybe he just but, wanted better teeth. Yeah, but those are always those always freak me out. The veneers. Yeah. Because it's just it's such a bigger yeah it's such a bigger change it's like a big it's like you're not expecting here's my new mouth yeah boom <laughs> boom there's my new teeth <laughs> you know speaking of which uh it's time for jerk tweets follow us on twitter at curtain jerks and send us your hashtag jerk tweets this one just seems so apropos i went straight to it at turning underscore heel says dr frankenstein is building a new monster from dead wrestlers what parts does he take and from whom holy crap you gotta start with matt hardy's teeth He's like not his, dead. Wait, his, old his old teeth? Yeah, he's dead. His, he take, take his, his old, dead, old teeth. dead teeth. Okay. Those are, like you said, they're perfectly fine teeth. Matt Hardy's teeth. Mm-hmm. Dusty Rhodes boobs. <laughs> and this birthmark? Yeah. You gotta take the yeah, you gotta the take the belly his, birthmark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The signature. His yep. his polka dot. Oh, is that how that came about? That's what That's I where he got assumed. The, yeah, okay. He's, he's a man of polka dots. Um this is actually Big, a very weird question. Oh, yeah. To try to, like, think about. Big Boss Man's nightstick. As long yeah. as we're being respectful. <laughs> totally. Uh, Ultimate Warrior's colorful ta- tassels. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, good call. Yeah, you gotta have a little Guys, crunch. I feel like you're going with any all the aesthetic stuff. What about the meat? What about the muscle? Uh, Why? Who, where's, okay. the, where's, the, where's the Benoit neck? <laughs> you take the Benoit neck? It's I'm, a solid neck right I'm there. I'm not going to take it. It's just uh, available. It is a solid neck. It yeah. is a solid neck. It's been I, fused. Uh, ooh, what about Test's legs? Okay. Yeah. He had very very long legs. I don't know, guys. It's hard to separate them because as the full people, while they were alive, they had such an impact on us. Igor did it. Why? Um, uh, Mr. Perfect's hair. Yeah, okay. That gorgeous ramen hair that he had. Way That's, better than Dolph Ziggler. You mean you're just picking this, up from this? The, this question is very morbid because now I'm like starting to think like too hard about like their bodies. But yeah, right? Are you getting hard? I know I am. I ain't. I'm hard, but I'm not enjoying it. <laughs> oh, I don't know that feeling. <laughs> any any you don't, good sensations? You don't know about a, an unenjoyable boner? <laughs> Those <laughs> exist. This is oh one. no, <laughs> not now, not this one. <laughs> All right, Shane, if you could just stand up and describe <laughs> to everyone what you like about your mother. Shane, can you answer this question on the board, please? No, I cannot. That Yes, that did happen. Every first period math class in senior year high school. Nope, I can't go up there and answer that. Like fucking clockwork. That's a sad boner. Really? Yeah. You never had clockwork boners? Oh, yeah, but it's also a horror film from the 80s, <laughs> Clockwork Boner. Uh, Malcolm McDowell will do anything for a paycheck. <laughs> Look, it was just his voice. They didn't tell him what it was about. <laughs> um, I don't know where that went. I don't know why I revealed that much. It's the hot car. I'm just, I'm just saying all my deep, dark secrets. What class was that? I mean, was it even health class? Was no, it, no. Wasn't, you weren't in bikini I think I think that I was just, it was a, you know, young, young, young blood Shane just like had a clockwork boner every, every morning. I like this idea for a faction. Clockwork boner. Yeah. Like or cl- sad boner. Clockwork boners. Oh, or well, unenjoyable boner. One of the three names. Well, th- those are moves. Yeah. Those are the moves you do, but clockwork sad boners. Sad boner. <laughs> I think... If every time somebody got a pinfall, they stood up and they just had a raging erection. <laughs> and just look around. <laughs> Who's next? Are you not entertained? <laughs> well, you've seen that footage, right, from... If you go back and look at that uh, Madison Square Garden, Hulk Hogan... That, Iron, Iron Sheik. Sheik. And there was a match where He's Taker a... came out with a raging erection. No shit? Mm-hmm. 
Is it the one where it got set on fire for the elimination? <laughs> yeah, yeah, fart. Oh. Yeah, I need fart. I don't remember what it was. Oh, speaking of Taker, did you hear Google he might, Taker's boner? The Google Taker's boner, guys. Um, also a great fact. Take your boner. Um, did you hear he might go back to the American Badass no, for SummerSlam? Really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> That's my favorite. I, I I don't I don't know why. Uh, yeah, why do, why doesn't he? If if he at this point wants to, it's like we all. I don't I don't care what character he does anymore. Because you're just all about stick. Yeah. I don't care what anyone does I anymore. care. I what care if, about pure evil and the undead. And that's true, though. If Sting Taker's ever going to happen, it has to be Dead Man Taker versus Sting. It can't be American Badass Taker. Well, what if it was American Badass Taker versus, uh, versus Surfer Sting? Uh, that seems like a clash of the American Iconoclast. Okay. All right. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I love American Badass Undertaker. I thought those were his best matches. I thought he had the best reactions then. He had the greatest facial expressions. It was so fun because that dude is scary as hell, but he's scary as hell when he's a big biker dude and not a quote-unquote demon talking about dragons. It's believe. It's more way more believable. Yeah. But he's the, he's the hybrid now, which I like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And he just can decide whenever he wants to be more biker taker or just come out on a bike. I think that that might be where he's at now. It's like he might just change it up every time. Oh, that'd be cool. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. When's Kane going to become a biker? Seems like that's what, after the corporate lifestyle. Do you think he'll go back to masked Kane ever again? Yeah. Yeah. The Red Rider. (laughs) Well, do you think think he'll get involved with Taker's match? Because they've been like. Oh, then he seeks revenge as well? So Sting comes back, seeks revenge, and then Kane comes back and seeks revenge. Well, we never got uh, Kane Lesnar, which I'd, I'd like to see. Yeah, I, I think guess that'd we be didn't. Right. No, I guess was we that? Didn't. Oh yeah, he did attack Kane, didn't he? What if he attacks Kane to the point where Kane then needs a voice box again? Bookend it. Bookend it. That's what you got to do. Yep. And then give him a. Then he's a dentist. And then, and then they have can take Matt Hardy's teeth out. Holographic Paul Bear. <laughs> or Paul Bear's just audio, and he's a ghost. Yeah. How cool would that be? That'd be pretty badass. They just Why they not? projected against uh, smoke up on the Titan Tron. Yep. That's who Bray Wyatt was trying to summon that one time with all the, with the smoke. I the wish they'd have done more with that holograph hologram like hologram wrestling matches. Mm-hmm. That that's gonna happen sometime. We're gonna see the dead wrestlers <laughs> back yeah. in, and they'll be constructed from their own body parts. Yeah. <laughs> All the same body parts they used to have. Um, Shane, I don't know if you know about this story going on with Hulk Hogan. Things went poorly. Things I, things went down. Racist things were said. They were recorded. I've been so heartbroken because I have always been a Hulk Hogan fan as well. Not as big as I am a Sting fan. Mm-hmm. But I, I've almost not wanted to look into the story completely. So can you kind of like fill me in on that as well? We talked about it a little bit. I know bit. he said racist comments. Yeah, he said racist comments um, about black people not wanting his daughter to date black people, saying racial slurs against black people. We had Jesse Ventura on last week and he What did said, he have to say about He it? said that Hulk Hogan was an alien. Okay. Um that I mean that could be very well. I mean if true. you if you buy into what Jesse says, I believe it. Steve thought it was absurd. But I, you know. Look, I like Jesse Ventura as much as the next man. I enjoy his films. I think his conspiracies are often at least well thought out, if not well researched. <laughs> so, I mean, 
but Hulk Hogan hasn't made a public statement yet. He hasn't said what's going on. WWE just, you know, said you're fired and removed his footage. Who's that outside the window? Uh, oh. God, I thought that was a Venice Beach bum, but it, it looks like it's Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, yeah. Whoa. Let me tell you something, mean Gene. <laughs> Can I get in here, brother? Yeah, oh, sure. sorry. It's okay. kind of tight in here now. Um, yeah, we're in the pythons. I brought some burgers, dudes, from Hogan's Beach, brother. How are you guys doing today, jerks? We're doing all right. Oh, God, these burgers look really old. I, I'm still going to eat it. Hold I walked all the way from Tampa, Florida, brother, to bring these burgers to you, Jack, because I'm giving back to the people. i got to make a public statement, brother. Are you, do- are you doing okay, Hulk? I'm, I mean... I'm worried about you, buddy. I'm not doing too good, brother. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. I need to make a public statement. I know I messed up, brother, and shouldn't have said the things I had said, brother. But let me tell you something, dude. Jack, brother, man. I am sorry, brother, and I'm giving back. I'm doing a lot of charitable acts and deeds now, dude. Jack, brother. (laughs) Uh, that's, That's really wonderful to hear, to make amends for what's happened and... That that's really sweet. That coming from the heart, you want to fix what had gone on. That's really great. What what sort of charity? Let me tell you something, dude. Black Jack, brother. Black Jack, Mean Gene, brother. Dude, Jack. I am opening a charitable fund, brother, where I'm delivering the body lotion to black kids. Have you ever looked at a black kid's elbows or knees, Jack, brother? Oh no. They need <laughs> lotion, Jack, brother, dude. No, I don't. I don't think. No, I don't think you want to say that. We're recording this right now. I don't think you want to. Oh, you're recording this, bro. <laughs> yeah, we're recording this. I guess I should In have a said car, that. Hard, dude. <laughs> well, look, things are hard for you. Things are hard for us too. All right. I get it, dude. Jack. Jack look, I don't think you want to talk about ashy elbows. You know what, Scott? I think we can take this opportunity to make amends. I think maybe this is the right avenue for him. This, I think, is the right venue, Scott. Right? Right, right. Mr. Hogan. Yes, dude. Uh, all right. Oh, well, okay. Maybe. So you're doing that, so you're, you're providing lotion. You're providing good hygiene. Hygiene, Jack. For children. Yeah. That's great. Prayers, vitamins, lotion, dude. Sure. Jack. Are, are you... Are brother. You, <laughs> mean Gene. Are you also... I don't know. Are you are you speaking publicly at this point? Or are you maybe going to go on some... Yeah, tours? dude. I'm doing all the speeches outside the NAACP rallies, Jack, brother, dude, man. You're speaking outside of NAACP? They won't let me in, dude. Well, sure, but, you know, I, well, what's your message? What are you trying to say? I like you! <laughs> that, I hope you don't say it that way. That's the most aggressive no, way I, of saying that I possible. disagree, Scott. Mr. Hogan, I think that's the best way to, to make a man. I like all you, Jack! <laughs> Do people? Do you want to, are you just saying you? Do you want to... I point at him, dude. Oh, no. You! Oh, no. That's When you do that in wrestling, that's someone that you're, you're then going to attack. Like, they can't stop you. Let me tell you something, brother. I go outside the rallies, dude. I get them all hyped up, brother. I let the little black kids put me in headlocks, dude. And then I just shake really hard, brother. And then you can see the little sweat beads growing off their afros, Jack, dude, brother. Right? Well, all right. It's wait. I mean, not everybody has. Not every black kid has afros, though, right? I mean, that's kind of a generalization. Not every what? <laughs> not no, every, not. I mean, I'm everybody's got different which, hair. Uh, why are you wearing? Oh, that's hair? a joke. That's a joke, brother. Who <laughs> 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 got that, Jack? And speaking of which, uh, Hogan, why are you wearing a what is that? A 1988-89 Chicago Bulls jersey? This is a Chicago Bulls, brother. Uh, Jordan 
Jordan jersey, dude. I love love Michael Jordan. I uh, love basketball. I love uh, I love uh, Run DMC, Jack. I love uh, I love um, I love in Living Color. Uh, I love the Wayans, Jack, brother. I love all. I love black, black. <laughs> all these seem to be written on your hand. Let me tell you something, Jack. <laughs> Things I write on my hand with a black Sharpie. I even like black Sharpies, dude. What other Sharpies are they? There are actually green and red ones, Jack. Who would use them outside of a... People <laughs> use them, brother Jack Mean Gene. All right, Steve, careful. Every time he gets ramped up, he flexes I'm going to flex up hurts. the pythons, brother. <laughs> Are, are you are you okay now with the idea of Brooke possibly dating a black guy? Is that okay now? Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Yes, I'm okay with my daughter Brooke Hogan dating a African American male. Is that notepad that small because he's so big? This is not like, a notepad, Jack. I'm this sorry. is my my fan because it's hot as hot as fuck in this car, Jack, brother, dude. Well, okay, well, I'm, and I'm glad you you said it. I'm, you know, I don't know if you meant it, but I'm I'm really glad you you said something about this. Oh, this are some, you okay? Wait, this is I... some pretty sweet kicks, uh, Hogan. What do you got there? Some These are Air Jordans, oh, Jack. All right, fair enough. Can fair I enough. can I ask another question? Please. Yeah. Uh, are you okay if Nick dates a black girl? This is recording. Yeah, it's recording. I, Hulk Hogan, am alright with my son, Nick Hogan, dating an African-American female, brother Jack, black, black, mean, mean Jack, brother Gene. Black. I, I have a question. Okay. Yes. Are you okay? Steve Sears. Are you okay with Nick dating an a African-American man? Is this recording? <laughs> yes, it's still recording. Hell no, brother. <laughs> oh, oh all right. Hold, we're going to ask you to leave. What? Yeah. Oh, Fine. Don't, don't tear my shirt. I'm taking back the burgers, though. Oh. oh. Take it out of your mouth. Spit out that burger. Wow. Put it into my hand. All right. Can Mrs. Dad still have a burger? Is he in the car still? Yeah, he just ducked down. He's here. Oh, God, it's still here. Uh, Hogan couldn't help but uh, hear problems with racial tensions. Just want to let you know, one of the few things we can do as white males when looking for forgiveness is to eat our feelings. That's right, brother. You know what I've been eating a lot of lately, brother? Is the the big Carl, the Carl's Jr. brother. That's a big old sandwich, brother. It's not as good as the burgers you can get at Hogan's Beach in Tampa, Florida, brother Jack. We're also in the uh, the store and the front of the. St- Hogan's Beach. I'm signing autographs day and night, brother. For and every black child that comes in gets two autographs for free and a bottle of lotion, Jack. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Uh, th- I mean, that's a great deal. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna knock that. That's a great deal. Well, that's like a hundred dollar value, though, right? Like for autograph signing. Yeah, but I think you should make it easy. Guys, I'm gonna have to ask Hogan to get out of my I th- car. And Mrs. Right. Dad, too. I think he Oh, just- you want me to get out of the car, you red-headed fuck? <laughs> all right, Jack. You know, there's one thing I don't... I do like black people. I'm all right with gays, but fucking gingers, Jack, brother. All right, Hogan. Look, you there's, gotta- there's a line of grilled cheese sandwiches leading out of the car. Yeah, did, Mrs. Dad, well, get out of here. Get, uh, get both of you, get out of here. cheese sandwich, two grilled cheese sandwiches. Jeez. Wow. Un- unbelievable. I, I don't know if I want to be associated with this episode. 
Oh, all right. I mean, it's just Do like. Do you want me to just put Chuck Rice on this? Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, that that was uh that was interesting. That was an interesting interview. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I mean, normally when we record in a car, it goes way worse than that. So. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. Um, I'm kind of impressed that like, I don't think Hogan could recover from this, right? Would you see him walking down the street up there? I wouldn't call it walking. He's so just much giving either. leg drops to imaginary <laughs> things. Yeah. And then pointing out into the the trees, like mm-hmm. asking the doing the ear thing. Oh, there and he goes. He's slowly stitching up his shirt to then tear it again. Tear it again. I mean, he's got to save money. Yeah. Can't just tear any shirt he wants now. These are sad times. I don't know. I think Hogan will be able to recuperate in time. I think. I hope so. I think he'll be forgiven yeah. uh, by uh, white fans. Yeah. I what hope. are you talking about? He's already been forgiven by white fans. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. I was just trying to soften it a little bit. Um, <laughs> like the what's funny to me is people that like even talking about it were like. I hope he's gonna be okay. Like, or even other people are like, I think the WWE dealt with it uh, appropriately. Just writing him off the history. You know, all they're doing is just like erasing him for a little bit, Mm -hmm. letting it cool down, and then they'll bring him back in. It was weird to see Piper's tribute with only one quick shot of Hulk Hogan, like two stills that he's in the background. And Hogan was so such a part of Piper's Mm -hmm. career, like. Yeah, that's what I was thinking about as I started watching that. Unfortunately, I should have been like, man, I need to just... I mean, it was like, uh, you know, I'm ex- uh, looking that forward morbid to morbid curiosity. Yes, but like, like, yeah, it's like, are they going to show Hogan? Like, Yeah, why is this taboo? Well, just show the man, uh, show Piper, show the best moments of Piper, and that's what I care about. Yep. They should have just turned him heel. They should have brought him in for something against our truth and had him turn heel. That Hollywood. Gigantic. Wow. That would yeah. have been gigantic. I think that's. I mean, that's something Vince would want. That's oh, Vin- totally. Vince would love oh, to no. exploit it. Hogan versus The Rock, WrestleMania, and Hogan is the Number ultimate three. heel. Yeah. Number three. That's right. He oh. would, Hogan would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he certainly would. Yeah, yeah. It's you a, see him out uh, there, he's gimmick. like, he could hear us. He's pointing at us, giving us the thumbs up. And doing the ear like, yep. I hear you. It's yes. a storyline. Yeah, it's a gimmick, guys. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. Well, I hope he recovers. I hope all goes well. Um, Shane, I know things are going very well for you. you got Wooden oh, Steel thanks, Comedy man. going. Yeah, doing the, still doing the YouTube stuff. Uh, been focusing a lot on my uh, my stage stuff this year. I've... Uh, I've been doing a the really... The theater? Yeah, the theater. No. Um, so at iOS, they've kind of given me the opportunity to do this really cool stage show called the Hopefully Chris Pratt and Shane Harlan Show, where we're legitimately trying to use social media or anything to get Chris, Chris Pratt to do a show with us. And yeah. we every month we do a crazy different show. And if he shows up, he becomes a part of the show. And if he doesn't, the fans get a... Um, fans are not the fans. alternate the, ending. The, the, the people in attendance, I should say, come to see uh, crazy um, spectacle. Um, last month, the show ended with um, an alien octopus attacking the stage, which was the first time that's ever happened at the iOS Theater. That's and, awesome. Uh, I would definitely say, and yeah, it's been picked up by Ellie Weekly. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and the next one is August twenty fifth or twenty fourth. 
It's August 24th, 8 p.m. on the iOS main stage. And that's amazing, because you also had Joey Ryan at the show. Joey was in the last show. Sin Bodhi is, was at the yeah. first one. So if Johnny you're wrestling... Johnny LaCosto from yeah. Wrestling Compadres. Yeah, Johnny LaCosto's Wrestle. been in both shows. So mm-hmm. if you're a wrestling fan... You get um, a little dash of wrestling. You do get some wrestling in it. You get some insane theatrics and practical effects. Um, I'm really trying to push the limit on anything that we can, like do on a stage that's great man yeah it's really fun i've been it's 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 one of those things that you know it's taken a lot of my focus and a lot of hard work but it's been like super enjoyable you know it's one of those like passion projects that i enjoy losing sleep for and people can see clips online yeah on the wooden steel youtube channel youtube.com slash wooden steel i there's like highlights and like clips from every show so well, teasers little teasers but to get the full thing you got to come to the show yeah you got to come to the show we'll post links uh for the show and Thanks. those clips online uh, check out our facebook and our twitter mm-hmm. you can see those there and you can give see a the, give a little teaser the next show uh, might have a little post-apocalyptic theme happening oh. yeah. so uh come out uh August 24th, 8 p.m. That's great. And then, of course, On Your Mark show. On Your Mark, man. We are uh, slowly getting things going again for the next season, trying to get um, some new videos going. We're really uh, we're really excited. And uh, and on top of the internet stuff, we've got some, uh, some fun stuff in the works for some additional Marky Extreme slash On Your Mark multimedia projects mm-hmm. that we can't really talk about but uh yeah we're uh, you're a part of it uh mr uh skeeter skyflyer and uh i wish i look like that guy i <laughs> know he's, he's pretty, a good looking guy hot. um no but um it, we we have a lot of fun we're uh really excited to get some stuff going again yeah and if ever you there's a wrestler on twitter and you're like oh man he'd be great on the show Tweet at him. Let him know about the show. The word is spreading about the show, and more and more wrestlers have heard of the show. Yeah, and every and wrestler that's been a part of it, it's really cool. They they really enjoy it. They've had a good time. Um, so, yeah, keep keep tweeting the wrestlers and uh, keep watching the videos. Like, go back and watch some of the old ones because <laughs> I, I did the other day. I watched, uh, went back and watched a bunch of the old episodes. They're, they're still ridiculous. Still it's fun. crazy. And uh, YouTube.com slash On Your Mark Show. Be sure to subscribe to that and to Wooden Steel Comedy as well. So great things. And Shane, you're on Twitter? Yep, Shane Hartline on Twitter. I'm on Vine. I'm on Instagram. I'm doing the Snapchat. I'm doing everything. Yeah. Periscope. Get everything. On, get on there and ask uh, any question about Sting, and Shane will have a very yeah, strong opinion uh, on it. God. He's like the Adam Carolla of all things, but just on Sting. I bought two of his new action figures. Are you serious? I swear to God. Oh, please tweet out pictures of that. One's on my dresser. One's in the box in the closet. Oh. <laughs> the same figure? Same figure. I please. I, 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 and that's what's fucking horrible. This is a weird obsession. I was at the store <laughs> and I was like, I stood at the box. And like, I, I'm a 28 year old man. I was. I mean, I've always been like, I'm like gonna get one of his figures. Like, I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get one of his new uh, WWE figures. But then I'm like standing there, I'm like, boy, I want to open one, <laughs> and then I don't want to open one. Yeah, it's that bad, guys. Oh, that's amazing. Please, please. Sent out some sort of photo of those. <laughs> of the one, the box, and the figure? Yeah, I want You don't to... believe me? No, I just want to see it. Okay. All right. I want, I, to see... I want the world to see it and enjoy it. <laughs> okay. And with a sandwich. <laughs> Steve does love action figures with sandwiches. They're just two things I really like. There you go. Steve, any update on the movie? Uh, still getting edited. It got to a very exciting place. Man, I am so excited to see that. It's going to be very good. I, I got a wait. text the other day about a certain scene that I can't talk about, but... It uh, involves you being hypnotized, Scott. 
Oh. So we're up to that. So we're that means we're about maybe 40, 50 minutes worth of edited footage together. That's incredible, man. Yeah. So fast. That's Dave Beta Maze. Go check that out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and on Twitter. Uh, just search Dave Beta Maze and you'll find all that good stuff. And talk to Johnny Mundo, John Morrison, recently, and it sounds like he will be appearing on the show. And maybe we'll get some snippets about his experience on the movie as well. So uh, look forward to that. Wrestling Compadre Slamcast, I was uh, hosting this week because everybody was gone. I was there with Mark Warzeka. You remember Warzeka? Go check you that out. You and Mark were hosting it? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, so uh, if you want to go and check that out, it's on iTunes and, of course, YouTube. And then 16-Bits Podcast, which I do with Josh Callahan. We have a good old time there talking about video games. And thank you to Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes and to EC3, who, even though thinks I'm a jerk, much <laughs> like Spud, I thought you guys were one was a heel, one was a face. But uh, apparently they don't like me. So, all right, going to try and make amends. Uh, and thank you to Shane Hartline for Dude, being on no, the show. no, thank you. I don't, want, I don't want this much time to go by before I can hang out with you guys again. Hey, thanks for just having me. Because I only man. see you when we do these episodes. That's true. I'm, I'm sorry about that, buddy. You're a bad friend. So, Shane, we're still on for lunch and dinner tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we're, right? we're good. Yeah, we're okay. good. Fuck. So, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Shane Harline. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to SoundCloud.com slash Curtain Jerks. Follow us, uh, like the episode, comment, tw- uh, comment during. It. You could, you should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if they're still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So there's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. <laughs> oh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> He 
You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.